entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. French Press Podcast, this is episode 300 and... 10? Wow, how'd you know? I took a guess. Did you really? I did. So good. I, I knew that a couple episodes ago it was 308. Yeah. Episode 310. And it's Tuesday, January 1st, 2020. 2020. 2020. Jeff's here as well. Today on the podcast we got continual feedback from two episodes ago when we talked about how we might be switching things up in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And last <clears> week we <throat> primarily just read feedback that we had gotten and commented we had gotten on it. oodles and oodles of feedback last week. And so we got a little more wow, feedback wow. that we're going to cover. We are? I also want to talk about profile <laughs> photos and how you should be doing it because you're probably doing it wrong like so many people out there. Basically, everybody has the wrong profile photo. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, anything um, from you guys? I guess we're also going to talk about how you can partner with SpaceX. Mm. I can partner with SpaceX? You can. And we'll talk a lot about that. And if you don't know what SpaceX is, just pause right now and Google it so that you know the context. And if you don't want to do that, SpaceX is basically the private version of NASA. Yeah. Well, I want to see what does Siri say when I ask her, what is SpaceX? Hey, Siri, what is SpaceX? Here's some information. It just says here's some information. Well, that's up some, some web links, I'm guessing. Uh, it shows, uh, a, like, the first paragraph of the Wikipedia page of SpaceX. Oh. All SpaceX right. is owned by the same person that owns Tesla. Yes. So oh, I thought he sold. Did, no, he, he still owns SpaceX. He's the CEO. Yeah. I don't know how much he actually owns. Are, are there he's, any other less in, he's less involved in, in Tesla than he is in SpaceX because of some legal issues. Like he's not allowed. With Tesla, no. He tweeted he, he, some something about a tweet, and uh, he broke some kind of uh, SEC guidelines. Yeah, or something. it was really weird. <clears throat> he's kind of on probation, more or less. So let's. Uh, do you guys have anything other any other topics to discuss for today's episode? Hmm. I just had a comment about the chocolate I just ate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Leighton, your mom and dad have some chocolates up there. Oh, they and do? considering that it's uh, Valentine's Day coming up here real soon, um, they're Valentine's-themed chocolates. But apparently these chocolates, these are like the Dove chocolates, and so when you unwrap them, you know, they have a saying inside the wrapper. Yeah. Apparently these are for single people uh, because it says, the wrapper of mine said, uh, love is great, but chocolate is better. Ah, hmm. sounds like a single, single, thought. single thought. Sounds like yeah, someone who loves chocolate. So uh, thanks, Dove, for reviving single <clears> thoughts, <throat> and uh, we'll go from there. Speaking of which, yeah, we haven't had a single thought in a long time. We would love. Uh, we've it. had multiple thoughts, but not the single thought. We would love uh, it to have uh, listeners submitted yeah, single thoughts. Yeah. You can message it, email, mail at frenchpresspodcast dot com. Here's, here's what you can do. Here, here's the best thing you can do. What is the best? Facebook Messenger. And send us a voice clip of yourself saying the single thought, and we'll put it to the sad music. The The key to any to a single thought is the opening sigh. 
Yeah. So right before you start speaking, just yep, and then go into and, it. And give, what do we give say, a single sigh. What do we say beforehand? Um, if, if, if you're, you're not, not you're depressed, not depressed about a life, life spent alone. alone, stick around. We'll get you there. That's right. Anyway, we got some feedback. This is from my mom, Lucretia. My favorite podcast is the one about Mennonites don't know how to say thank you or to receive compliments. And that oh, episode, the favorite episode, yeah, that episode is number two hundred or sorry, one hundred and ten. That that is a very That's true thing. Way back, it's way, way back. back there, several years ago, about four, one hundred and ten. Yes, that was two hundred episodes ago, and it's called "You're Welcome." But this episode, Leighton talked about gave a couple different examples. Was I on the podcast? No, that was back when Eric. Uh, it was two, I, I think, think it was so. Troyer. Those were the Troyer years. Um, but Troy years. Leighton uh. gave the example of how. Uh, Someone uh, had plowed out someone's yard. Yeah. And the person was thanking the other person who had plowed out their yard. And r- rather than just saying, oh, you're welcome, he just <laughs> gave the excuse of, well, I, I didn't even try to. I accidentally, like, po- I, 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 I was I was plowing my own driveway, and I accidentally, I, I accidentally plowed into your driveway as well. And so for just the... You know, for the sake of symmetry, I decided to also plow your driveway. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been. Well, I think you were actually just trying to turn around. And by the time you had gotten plowing. turned around, you had yeah. oh. accidentally plowed it. Symmetrical plowing. <laughs> it appeared to be plowed. <laughs> anyway, episode 110, check it out. And then she went on to say that she loves listening to the podcast and listening to our daily lives. And also, Ooh. she said that... Uh, she has an old iPad for us to use as a soundboard. <gasps> oh, sweet. Sweet. So, sweet. wow, this is good news. This is I, great I just news. read this today. I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, otherwise, I probably would have, have it set up right now, but we don't. Oh, perfect. All right. Oh, good. Uh, um, any other feedback? Not that I know of. We, uh, should we do a tease sure. for an upcoming guest, or should we wait till the end? Tease away. All right. Here comes the tease. A local entrepreneur contacted me. Well, us, the French Press Podcast, and uh, said actually was not was not contacting us with intent of being on the podcast, uh, but was just simply saying that you know he really likes the podcast. He just recently found it, and he's a huge <clears throat> fan. Um, his siblings introduced it, introduced the podcast to him, and now he binge listens, and that's great. Um, and so he, he also he did say that he, his wife is from Costa Rica, and they have some sort of special brew that he would love to show us. So he's got the brew, he's got the business, and we are the who. We, yeah. It rhymes with brew. Yeah. We have the microphone. Uh, so I think he's going to be on the podcast next uh, n- next week. We should definitely give a shout-out. What, what is the business name? The, the the business name is Found Hats Co. And what do they uh, make or sell, or what are, how do they serve the people? Uh, bill caps. Nice. But these are special bill caps. I'm not going to say why they're special. Okay. But now, they, they're bill caps for a specific – for they're bill caps with a mission. Wow. Now, here's a <clears> – <throat> Sounds like – Here's an interesting tidbit to go along with this. Um, 
So you know how how um, <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien like often put in his stories elements that were never fully explained, like um, like why they were trying to get the ring, like like why the ring didn't work on Tom Bombadil. It's not I actually wonder. in the movies, but that's in the book. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, so I'm going to add an element of that to this podcast. Ooh, unexplained. And and the only person that can deobfuscate this is Layton, but I can I'm going to let him do this at this discretion at his discretion. But uh, the person that is going to be on the podcast is a character mm. in. A podcast, a previous podcast story True. that was pretty significant. <laughs> and we'll just leave it we'll there. Just leave it there. All right. I have a feeling like I love it. the beans might be spilled next week. So definitely, if you're listening now, definitely come back next week. So that's the feedback. Let's talk a little. We also got coffee today. I didn't mention that. Whoa. This it's coffee good. Is, I like it. Is, is good. It's, it's strong. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Bold. Yes, it is. Well, let's go straight to the coffee because we're talking about it. Yeah, let's. Oh, man. Definitely not flavored and, you know, we we are, like, very particularly consistent about using the same amount of coffee, the same amount of water, and the same grind size every mm-hmm. time. The same water temperature. And so, and the same water temperature. So, the fluctuation in flavor that you're noticing is... The it's coffee. real. It's, it's, it's only not, the coffee. It's not situational mm-hmm. or setting. We have all of the settings perfected and, like, consistent. Everything is consistent, so now you can, can really compare coffee to coffee, and this is a bowl to coffee. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm not a huge, huge fan. I'm more of a medium roast fan. Yeah. But this is good. It's not bitter, oh, even, no. even though it's strong. I, I don't it has a... a very teeny hint of almost burntness, like yeah, that lingers on the back of your tongue. That's almost bitter, but not quite. <coughs> hmm. It's very flavorful. Extremely flavorful. Yeah. This is like, <coughs> this is the the coffee that you want, uh, with dessert. Yes. Yeah, with dessert. It needs something to cut the sweet. The it, yeah. It needs some sweet to cut the coffee. This is like a. It takes me. In the middle of a forest, maybe uh, around a very a campfire that's very rustic. Yeah. Like it doesn't. This campfire does not have a fire ring. This has a ring of stones. Yeah. Around it, it's not like a metal ring. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you have to sit on, you don't have camping chairs. You have logs. Yeah. Um, and you're also wearing a, a flannel shirt mm-hmm. that's plaid, black and red. It's also kind of chilly. Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. Back up there for a second. Well, the, did you know that you need a fire. in some states, in some areas of the country, flannel and plaid are synonymous? Flaplaid. Like, like Flapple. people use them interchangeably. Flannel. Like what we would say flannel, uh, when we say flannel, we're, we're talking about a type of material, right? Yes. Like, like this is a flannel material. It's like a, a thick woolen, really soft, fuzzy material that's like well insulated. But... In, like, Minnesota. You gave the most elaborate definition of flannel that I've ever heard, like, <laughs> off the cuff. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, yeah. But, it, but like, like uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, mm-hmm. flannel is used to describe uh, plaid. Oh. 
Because, probably because most plaid items are flannel. I could see that. But what happens when, like, the anomaly comes? When someone comes with a well, a plaid picnic table cloth that isn't made out of flannel. This this came up at our uh, family Christmas. Oh, okay. Uh, one of my cousins was who lives in Minnesota was like, I want a, a flannel bed set. <laughs> and... And my other cousin was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean plaid? Yeah. Because she's like, it, it was his, actually his sister. And so she knew that there is a difference, but he didn't know the difference. Anyways. Oh, that right. was a nice little <clears throat> trail. So we're on a mountain in the woods <laughs> drinking this coffee. And it's good coffee. It's been, it's been it's... boiled in a, a little kettle that's yeah. sitting beside fire and actually it tastes very much like that it tastes yeah very very so much I, like I that. have my ratings are in my my rating is in i gave it three it's I, definitely better than average it's not bad coffee but it's too strong for my preference I, I i have the exact same thought about it interesting it is i i, I like it i don't like it enough yeah but it's still better than bad it's 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 way better than Das Bog. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, looking, oh man, this is like three steps above Das Bog. I'm looking at Layton's rating, and he has it quite a bit higher than three steps. Above. I give it five stars. Wow. It just I don't know if if it's like the fact that it's 63 degrees in this basement, or what, but it's just really hitting the spot. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I do I, feel I it te- all the way in my like in, I think in my chest there are. As Leighton is describing, I think there are circumstances in which I would be drinking this coffee that I would have raised the rating simply because it just hits the spot. I don't know. It's it's scratching an itch that normally I don't think I often have. Well, I don't think you normally enjoy strong coffee. I agree, but it tastes good to me. All right, what what is yeah. the coffee, Jeff? Uh, this is uh, again from our sponsor of the month, uh, Strong Tower Coffee, and this is their El Salvador Dark Roast. I believe this is the third of three flavors that they have. Um, so if you want to check them out, you can go on our website and look at the uh, coffee ratings, mm-hmm. and then find them in that list. Uh, find one of their coffees, and then there's a link to their website. Da 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 da, or you can just go to. Um, StrongTowerCoffee.com and order their coffee there. It goes to support an orphanage in El Salvador. And this coffee is harvested locally to the orphanage in El Salvador and shipped to the U.S. for roasting. Interesting. All right. Next, I'd like to talk about how you, me, and everyone listening could become a better person. Ooh. And it's so easy (laughs) to do. It takes little effort, but you will... Become uh, more pleasant uh, to people around you. You'll make mm. the world a better place. And let me just briefly introduce the topic of profile pictures. What What is the reason for profile pictures? Uh, hmm. to, to introduce yourself. To introduce yourself. I think. To identify yourself. I mean, if I'm looking, uh, if I'm on Facebook and I see somebody that I barely know, I look at their face yeah. to yeah. see if it's someone I recognize. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, where do you typically see profile pictures? You mentioned Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. 
Social media in general. Yeah. Yeah. And even nowadays, a lot in email, as yeah. a lot of email programs, including Gmail, yeah. ha- has profile pictures as well. Why do you think – what you said is you're, you're spot on. It's to, like, identify the person, right? I, I get annoyed. It's – social media, you can use it how you wish. Social media is to be – yeah, it's, it's not something that serves, like – it has to serve a certain purpose. But it – I personally get annoyed when people have profile pictures of, like – a flower or a meadow or a car because my, my, I don't my, or two people or two people, two people or one person way back in the background where you can't recognize their oh, face. Sure. But then that's the person. Yeah. <laughs> the person, okay, way okay. In the back. The person uh, with uh, greenery on either side and then a blob of pink in the middle. I will make one argument uh, for two people. And that is if you want to identify yourself with a spouse as being with, but a it's confusing because I'm not sure without reading the name. It, it takes the, the glance value away from it me. It does, it does. I can't glance and see who it is. It's like, is it him or her? Glance value. Uh, yeah, exactly. Glance Look, value. Glance value, in, Batman. Yeah, we need to coin that in Rubens. <laughs> these are my. These are. Glance th- th- value. This is in no. Value. This is in no order. This is just. I looked at uh, people I'm following. Okay, and it so shows I see about eight people. I see one. Uh, yeah, yep, you're right. I see one uh, that's good. I see one that I have to look at the name to identify which person it is in the picture. I see a good one. I see a good one. I see feet. <laughs> <laughs> I see one who, again, I have to look at the name to identify the picture whose head is chopped off in the picture. Hmm. Uh, I, I, this is identifiable. This and is then there's the American flag. And there's a flag. And here's a person who is just half out of the frame. So here's a logo. Here's you, a person. If here's you go to Twitter. A, oh, you just this see a is a picture good, of a bunch of eggs. There's one called local car detailer, and it's a picture of a car. And that that's that that's makes good. sense for businesses. It doesn't need to be a face. It can be their logo or the product. Um, you don't think it should be the face? There's of the one CEO. with kids. No. no, kids don't. Kids are automatically ruled out of every profile picture because they're supposed to be too young. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. they're not. Here is you can usually assume that that, that they didn't, weren't writing it. A dog, right. a person with a dog, so I know who that is. And then here's the tricky one. Oh, which one a is that? A woman who has two women in the profile picture. Oh, now, now that is that is annoying because like annoying. how do you know? You don't. And then and so so if you actually want to find out who it is, this is what you have to do. You have to go to their profile and look at all their posts and find the common person in all of their posts and assume that that person is the name, the name. of the person. Right. I'd like to – let's give a little shout-out to people that have done well. Just very briefly. I'll just go through here, and I'll try to pick out names of people that, that listeners By your know. definition, I have not. I didn't even look at yours. But you, well, you can look at my profile picture on Instagram. I did a perfect job. Of of, crea- of of taking a profile picture. Oh, on Instagram, I am perfect. Oh. On Facebook, I am not. Okay. Uh, Kendra Jean, great job. The Zachary Webb, way to go. Gracie Miller, could you be a little bit closer to the camera? And you do have a dog in the photo as well, but but not bad. Um, Big Mike, thank you. I'm scrolling. Ooh, Born Trigger Mike, 
Excellent job. Leroy the Dope. It's a dog. He's in the profile. It makes sense. Keeping on going. Ruben, stop shouting out your own profile. <laughs> um, that's about it. So many profile pictures have either... Yeah. Please, people. Make the world a little bit better. This is the easiest thing you can do to actually make a difference. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> is it really the easiest thing you can do to make <laughs> Well, this is something so simple. It is simple. It is simple. It is simple. I'll give you that. But you still need, you need, you need to take a picture. You need to go into your uh, settings, your profile settings, and but replace It's always the right picture. there. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I guess. So one of the biggest problems with the world is its profile pictures. <sighs> Well, the, the world ma- majority, needs a new profile picture. The majority of people, probably 80% of the people we were looking at had bad profile pictures. What's the profile what's the profile picture of Earth? Just a globe. A globe. Uh, I'm subscribed or I, I follow an account on Instagram called Earth Focus. Does uh-huh. that count as sure. Earth's? Okay. Uh let me <laughs> I'm scrolling trying to find This is what's known as stirring the pot. Pot stirring uh, in a really lame way. Jeff, Anyways, I see on our air table that you have a news article you wanted to discuss. <laughs> it might have been from a while it's ago. It's probably from a long time ago. <laughs> well, we could talk about the article. I think it that rings a bell of that um that old lady that that beat up the oh well that was beat a while up the ago. intruder. Okay. Oh, uh, the profile picture of Earth is. An aurora borealis, I think. Oh, I, I could be wrong. It's like a picture. It's like of maybe taking a North selfie Pole. of your best side. <laughs> t- t- take a picture of the North Pole. It's it's my good side. <laughs> Said Earth. All right, uh, Layton, what were you saying? Uh, do, do you know what we I haven't talked about on this podcast <laughs> that we have teased for weeks and weeks? Oh, what? I I do know now. But go ahead, Jeff. Keep going. No. No, you also you should also know this. Mm. What what have we, have we always said we're going to talk about next episode? <laughs> he told you three weeks. <laughs> he told you to go ahead. Mm. <laughs> we're supposed to talk about no, your you go child. Ahead. <laughs> about uh, Layton's child. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. supposed to talk about your child. A child. A child. <laughs> what child is this? <laughs> if you know that meme or that vine, tell uh, us, Layton. <clears throat> my the the child that we're referring to is is my son Leopold. Um. I think I've already told you that there are some people that have a hard time pronouncing the name Leopold. 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 <laughs> Le- Leopold. Here's here's what I think is a big problem with name pronunciation mm. is people ha- have forgotten how to listen to people saying other people saying their names. And so uh, we have a girl that goes to Boys and Girls Club. Her name is... Shamaya. Shamaya Twain? <clears throat> but her name is spelled <laughs> in such a way that it could be pronounced Shamaya. Oh. And okay. so we, we forget. Like, it's so easy to forget I, how to pronounce her name. Yeah. But I also and, don't always – spelling is a big deal. No, I, I agree. I agree. Spelling is a big deal. But I think we have learned to rely so much on spelling that we forget to to remember – 
how it sounds, how it's supposed to sound. For instance, Leopold. Mm-hmm. If you look at the spelling, you can stumble around it, but if you just hear it, you should be able to just repeat it back exactly as it is. Leopold. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't understand how people... There are some people that say it... Leopold. Like the... all Like the, the OLD at the end of Leopold, they think it's Ald. Ald. And I don't quite understand where people get that. Well, the reason I think I heard it that way first, because I heard it was supposed to sound like Paul. Paul. And so Leo Pauld. I would be appalled. So that's where (laughs) maybe that name could be. Got it. Which which brings me right back to my point. You're you're spelling it out in your mind and then you're saying it. But if yes. you but if you were just thinking Leopold, then that's like it, if you but, were not thinking of the spelling. But it, it's I don't know. It must be like a, a a cognitive phenomenon or something. In that when <laughs> are you just saying words to try to sound smarter than Leighton and I? When you, I'm maybe. convinced. No, when you say like when you when you see the word, then you can't like you can't train your mind to unsay it to pronounce it to pronounce it now the correct way yeah even even though it's spelled like a weird way yeah i, I, I agree i, I do that just... for kids that i know like like kids at club there's some weird names at club but um the one kid's name is tiagene tiagene do, do you have a, shor- but, a shorter way of saying it like tia tiaj people usually say tiaj tiaj um but okay. but let's see how it's spelled there's actually two spellings for it uh, T I J A H N A. I feel like that 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 child's parents was. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say? No. I feel like that child's parents was that they, they were trying to somehow win at a game of Scrabble by <laughs> using. Uh, rare letters. So here's the other here's the alternate <laughs> spelling it of it is is T I A J A N A Y. Yeah, you got a J in there and a T-I-A-J-N-A, Y. That that's closer. That's at least like 20 points, isn't it? Maybe 25? I don't know. Either way, it's just yeah. T I A J N A for 50. We kind of got sidetracked though from you talking about your son. Yeah. We yeah. Know. Have you has he lived long enough that you now have some highlights or some like uh Oh yeah, I've got some I, words of wisdom or I've some got dad, stories. I've got dad stories. Oh, for oh, sure. Dad stories. All right. Well, uh, now some of, they're not like all long, but they are like very memorable. Like the time that my wife was changing him and he like he has explosive poops. Mm. All right. Like when he poops it's always with vigor and with force. Like, it is like, and it's Does sudden. his body t- tense up? Um, no, you don't really feel it. Like, you don't, you don't, or, or no, you feel it in the diaper. Okay, okay. But you don't feel, like, him prepping. It's just like, you're, like, holding him, and then all of a sudden, there's, like, a miniature nuke that just kind of goes off. But without, I mean, no warning. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's just so sudden, and it's just huge. Um, so, but the, yeah, the one time my wife was changing him and 
mid-change, diapers off, and he poops, <laughs> and like on her, mm. like it like sprays on her. Wow, wow, it's with vigor. Wow, I'm telling you, he's got strong bowels. He does. I, it was impressive. Um, now, of course, I'm like running around trying to like Cleaning get a towel. Walls. Oh, yeah, like clean up the crime scene. I think we had company coming shortly shortly after so we had to quickly clean up the mess but i i feel like you know it's stories like that short stories but definitely like milestones and, yeah. and memorable uh, probably often involving some kind of like um like poop or puke or <clears throat> pee or pee the three p's pretty much puke poop pee do yeah. you want the three p's uh do you want to go into any kind of dad talks that you that we had teased several months ago yeah you know the listeners have been asking well some, i think i feel guidance. like everyone wants to know some words of wisdom everyone wants to know the birthing story so I, i'm just gonna go into that a little bit okay when when two people <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh late friday night uh, no, sorry. It was a, it was on a Thursday. This would have been on January second. January second in the evening. That's on a Thursday. Uh, I'm putting together. My, my wife and I are putting together. We lost Jeff. Yeah, Jeff suddenly. Which one of the three P's is he? Uh, <laughs> it's all mixed together. Uh, <clears throat> My wife and I are putting together a bookshelf for my office, and she's she's reading off directions to me while I'm assembling things, and she's handing me the hardware as I need them. It's a good system. She's 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 good at helping me put putting put things together in a in a timely Assembly fashion. Assembly or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she's always looking at the next step. It's great. It's perfect. Anyways, while she was doing that. You know, this was, you know, 7, 7.30 in the evening, and she's like, man, contractions are kind of getting regular. Very, very light. Very light contractions. And and she's had, like, Braxton Hicks before. Do you know what Braxton Hicks are? Yeah. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, women who are pregnant, it's really weird, but there's this, like, small little... I think he's like a leprechaun that goes around. His name's Braxton. He goes around <laughs> and he like and he suddenly people. he suddenly latches onto onto pregnant women's like arms and like gives them little hickeys and then runs away after he's done. And the Braxton Hicks. No, I'm kidding. There's leprechauns aren't real. <clears throat> hickeys are. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Braxton Hicks are like fake or like they say that it's a it's a woman's body uh practicing for when actual labor comes oh, and it's sure. like a it's like a practice contraction yeah and are those often more intense than what she was experiencing this Thursday night no okay no so far she had always yeah the contractions were just like she had felt previously but they were kind of coming almost like twice an hour mm-hmm. or something like that and so, uh, yeah, we're putting the thing, uh, the bookshelf 
together and by about 10:30 I finish up, put it in place and I decide, "Oh, hey, let's 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 go to bed." Um and I don't know if baby's actually coming or if this is just kind of a phase and she'll just kind of get out of it. Whatever. She was actually due on the 6th, so this would have been 3 days early. But so I go to sleep. We we both go to sleep. And at about 1:30, uh my wife wakes me up and she's like, "Babe, uh contractions are yeah, they're getting more rampant." This there's this weird like I don't know, it's not complete panic, but in my mind I'm like, "Oh, this is happening." This reminds me of the scene from The Office where uh, someone passed out or had a heart attack. Uh, Stanley, yeah. <clears throat> and then Michael is sta- stating to the camera how... Well, go ahead. Why, why don't you, I think you know what line I'm talking about. No, you I don't. don't. Oh, he basically says... Uh, I... He basically says... Um, things are... You know, they get really intense. And I knew exactly what to do. But in a very real sense, I had no idea what to do or, or something, something to that effect. He's like, trying to make it sound like he knew what to do, but on the other hand, he didn't. clearly had he just no didn't. idea what to do. I kind of knew what to do. I, my, I, I had read a book. Um, my, my wife recommended that I read a book called uh, Natural Childbirth, the, the Bradley Way or something like that. And I think it's because Dr. I think it's named after Dr. Bradley. I don't know if that's a woman or a man, but um <clears throat> and I would actually recommend that uh men read that even if their wife isn't planning on having a natural uh birth. And by natural I mean like no uh no um Medica- no, uh, no medication, no, no pain no. relieving medication, <clears throat> and and no like not being induced or something like yeah, that. Sure. Um, even if you're not planning on doing that, that's that's fine. Every every person, every couple has to choose how they want to do it. Um, but it's just helpful. It it it's good at educating you. It, it was good at educating me what to prepare for. Like how is birth actually and and. It also has specific it has specific instructions to the coach. And the coach is the person who is like the right hand person, like almost like a you know, you know, in a wedding, the bride has a personal attendant mm-hmm. who like is mm-hmm. takes care of everything. Takes care of everything that the bride oh, By the way, needs. if you're a guy and you're going to get married, just get a personal attendant too. It's easier. Especially for the day of the wedding, have him take your cell phone. Well, the the best man is kind of supposed it's to kind be. It's kind of supposed to be, yeah. But I, I know I, I think that's great advice. But Whether it's you your best man or not, have someone. Have someone. I totally agree. And and yeah, it, yes. it, it helps a lot. Anyways, yes. back to your story. Um. So I I yeah the, the the book has specific sections that are addressed to the coach, what to say kind of how to yeah how to support how to make the the uh the birthing mother comfortable and yeah how to walk through this with her 
how to how to make sure that the doctors know what sh the the birthing mother wants. I don't know, uh, and it was really good. It was just good. I didn't I did not read the whole book. I listened to it on audio, a couple of chapters. Mm -hmm. um, so it was this was this was the this was the moment. That we are we are starting the voyage. All right. We are starting the marathon, and that is how I think that's a good way of looking at labor is that it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. Now there's some that you know obviously their labors are very short. Ruben, you were born in a car, weren't you? No, that was my siblings. Oh well, your siblings were born in a car. Yeah. So obviously, like that shows that there wasn't that much time uh, of of laboring, but. We ended up um, laboring at home for from one o'clock in the morning till about uh, nine thirty in the morning. So that's eight eight and a half hours. Did you did you sleep then? Did you go back to sleep? Um, <clears throat> we slept between contractions. Uh, sure. So the, the the contractions were about uh, at that point they they started out maybe every eight or nine minutes they would come mm -hmm. and they would last for maybe 45 seconds 45 50 seconds but you it's amazing when when you're if if you're planning i know back in the day men weren't really involved husbands weren't involved with their wife's labor mm -hmm. like they would just like okay you do your thing we'll get your like the the her mom would probably yeah. be a lot more involved uh but if it's amazing if you are if you are planning on being a coach uh to a laboring woman it's amazing how you begin to like time yourself with her contractions like like you start to calculate like uh as soon as Carrie was done with one contraction it's like okay the dog needs to be let out he needs to pee and poop I, I have enough time that I can go down, let out the dog, uh, may, put him outside, let him out for a couple of minutes, bring him back in pretty fast, and, and get him back in his pen, and get back upstairs before she has her next contraction. Like you like start to section out your time. Mm -hmm. It's 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 amazing. Uh, yeah, you just kind of get yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. <coughs> Maybe Anyways. we should use some of those tactics to like be more prompt with the podcast. Do you think it's possible? <laughs> you know, like when we get here, when we start recording, that, that sort of stuff. I feel like we started recording pretty quickly, but I my, agree, my getting I agree here was you. out of my control today. But the difference is the sense of urgency. Oh, We don't have that sense. We're, if we would it have is that true. We're not... I mean, we're not bringing a human into the world. We're bringing a podcast into the world. We are entertaining uh, hundreds of people. In the world. Uh, man, we're we're like running out of time. I know. Yeah. And we're I'm only like halfway through the birth story. Maybe we should. Maybe I should. I feel like to you, be continued. You, you stopped at a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not, if you don't just feel like checking into the like, if you feel like you're uh, yeah, if you feel like you're at a good point, then stop. Yeah. Or or continue on I until need to you're stop at a good side. While point. I'm while I'm behind. <laughs> All right. Well, that was interesting. Um, we, I guess, we gave a little update from where we're at with our the seven laws of the learner. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, we're still we just finished um, law number one, which is about the learner, and Doctor Wilkinson talked about how there are three ways that a story 
uh, or not sorry, not a story. Um, three areas that teaching can break down at, mm. and often people are either strong or weak. Usually they're strong in one of these, and then weaker in the other ones. But the one is the subject. Wait, wait, wait. can I can I try to to remember? Oh yeah, it's yeah, been, yeah, it's yeah. Been a, it's been a, yeah. it's been a, it's been a uh, like a month or two since I've watched the series. But yeah, the one is the subject. Another one is the student. Yes. And the third one is the. Oh boy, is it like something about like the presentation? Yeah, style. The style. Yeah. So subject is the information. What mm-hmm. you're talking about. Student is the relationship between teacher and student, mm-hmm. and then style is the way that it is presented, and the variation to it. So I, I do think that there there are a lot of key elements in there that we are. Jeff and I are learning about, Lay's already learned. Which one do you think that we, as a whole, us three on the podcast, which one do you think we are lacking the most in? The hmm. subject, the, the student, the listeners, the, the relationship <laughs> there, or our style? Delivery. Probably well, subject. To <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you look at the depth of the content on our podcast, it's pretty shallow. Well, I mean, it's, but, it's good, but it's good. Subject, it's there saying it's that subject. the story of my wife going to labor is a shallow story. How but, dare you? I mean. <laughs> subject isn't necessarily graded on how deep it is. It's if it's relevant, if it's correct, if it's relevant, if it's correct for the student ah, for the audience. Sure. Hmm. But for me personally, I am a good student. I can listen to a very boring presentation, and if I can take notes, I can get information from it. You mean you're good yeah. in the subject? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good yeah. at picking up information you're, you're, like hearing. You are the subject. You're strong in the subject sense. Yes, as a student is, is yeah. what I mean. Like when, when I'm listening to a sermon, it can be a boring presentation, and I can still get a lot from it if I can take notes. However, it does make me tired. Yeah. I, I get tired with a boring uh, mm-hmm. presentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but I think you do – Flip it, and when you become the teacher, do you feel that the subject, like, you make sure that you're you know your subject the most, right? Yeah. Or like because, and I really am bad, in my opinion, at style and student because I'm coming from it from a perspective of the student. Hmm. I mean, picking it Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I need to work in in my student, the relationship there. A relationship with the audience mm-hmm. and style, definitely style. Mm. I definitely agree that my style needs work. I I, I see that as the style and subject are probably the two that I struggle with the most. Um, I feel like I I usually yeah. have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm relatable. Yes, mm-hmm. but I I know as far when it, when it comes to preaching, I know that my style is dull. I know it is. I wouldn't have expected that from you. I know. I, I, I agree with you. I actually went into preaching thinking, okay, I, I, I need to worry about the subject the most. If I can get that, then I think I'll be okay. Your natural strengths will take care of with the style. relationship and style. With the delivery, yeah. yeah. And that is not the case. I don't feel that way anyway. I, 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 I know that... After I get in into my sermon, like a quarter of the way through, I feel myself going into a rut, mm-hmm. and um. I'm just delivering information, and I'm saying things, and I'm saying things, and I keep saying things, and I just—it's not that what I'm saying 
isn't what I want to say. I'm not rambling. Mm -hmm. I am speaking with a purpose. I'm not just trying to fill up time. But I feel myself going into monotone. Yeah. Well, I I, I wonder if part of that, like, obviously all skills are learned Mm -hmm. to some extent. Um, But, I mean, we we have pastors at our church that are like that too. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's not, it's not necessarily um, lack of ability, but maybe it's lack of experience. Right. Yes. But I tell you, man, like, I, I know for me, one of the things that you can do to aid with your style is to walk around. Oh, my word. I cannot walk. <laughs> I, when I get out there, I am paralyzed. Like, I, I grip the sides of the pulpit. I'm like, all right, we got to hang on. We got to get through this. Do you, do you use hand motions? Uh, maybe the one hand. But the other one is a stabilizer. It's, I got to have at least one. It's like my walker. You know, I, I suddenly become an old man. Old man Yoder is what they call me. OMY. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is our podcast lack? It's good that we're different because even though we, I think we all three, or Jeff, what would you say your strength is and then your weaknesses as well? And then let's talk about how well, as a podcast, where are our strengths and how can we in a In a teacher role... <clears throat> Just with my experience of teaching, I, I think I break down the most at the level of delivering content. Hmm. Um, even to the fact of like, like, it's definitely my style is is the weakest point, and I think it's like less that even I have a bad style or my style isn't interesting enough, but more that I haven't had it. I don't have it figured out yet. Mm. Yeah, I don't have a consistent way to deliver something uh, in, in a understandable manner. Mm. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say that I have learned, I think just by experience and by observing, you can't just, it doesn't work just to copy someone's style. And he, he said that. He gave the example how he had listened to a sermon, mm-hmm. was so impressed by it, he memorized it. Uh, and then, by he, you mean Bruce Wilkinson. Bruce, Bruce Wilkinson. The, the teacher of the seven laws of learning. Yeah. Uh, he memorized this sermon he had watched, and and he took notes and was ready and had it prepared for him to give as a sermon. And he was just waiting for the opportunity. It finally came, and he was so excited about it. Went up to deliver it, and it just did not connect with people. I he he even his started, wife, yeah, his wife shaking her head. <laughs> Everyone was like, kind of not paying attention, not engaged. And he looked at his wife, and yeah, his his wife was shaking her head. Oh. And then he started doing hand motions that the speaker he was trying to copy had done, <laughs> and it's just not working. Oh man! Oh. So as a podcast here, where do you think that we have our our strength or our weakness, and and what are some things that not things because I don't think we have learned what are the things, but what are the areas that we feel we need to improve at? Right, and and you would limit it to those three. Yeah, the the subject. Do we know what we're talking about? There's, everyone's gonna say. Like, no, you guys have no idea what you're saying. But, yeah, sure. Subject, style, or student, meaning the you, audience. The audience. How is our relationship with, with you? What does that lack? Uh, should that be the poll question? Oh, it could be. We haven't done a poll question in a while. It's been a long this time. This would be one way to connect with the audience. We're already working on our, our student All area. Right. So we'll, we'll get your feedback. And hopefully that made sense how those three areas relate to this mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, I think Layton's going to post it on Instagram, so head over there. Should we do it on Instagram or Facebook? There's more people on Facebook. Let's do Facebook. 
Okay. I don't know. You could. Can you do polls on Facebook? I think that's a newer thing. Yeah, we. All right. Check one or the other. Check them both. Or is that what you've been using? All of the polls that I've ever done have been on Facebook. Instagram. I don't remember ever doing. Well, they didn't used to have polls on Facebook, but Instagram polls are only a one-day event. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Facebook, you can you can make it like a a whole week. Yeah. All right. And now it's my fault that the podcast went over time. Layton, that's all right. We got plenty of content for next week. We as well as some um, guests. Layton, what's the point? The point, some of these points may not, are not complete points. Mm. But think of them as more statements and callbacks. Mm. Point number one. Jeff's family talks about the difference between flannel and plaid at get-togethers. Point number two. Glance value. Point number three. One of the biggest problems with the world is profile pictures. Point number four, cognitive phenomena. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's all the points. All right, what's our word of the week? Word of the week is glands value. (laughs)